Welcome to the Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. We sit down every week with our pastor, Andrew Zanako, and ask some honest questions about what we heard from God in the previous Sunday sermon. The goal of this podcast is to help connect the dots of what God speaks to us on a Sunday morning and our everyday lives. We pray this podcast equips and encourages you in your journey of following Jesus. Yes, all right, welcome to the first ever Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. We've got our pastor, Andrew Zanako here. (laughs) My name is Sam Best, and it is a pleasure to be with you. This is really exciting. I'm so pumped about this. Just real quick, why we wanted to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. We were thinking through uh, just some stuff as we start this year, and we realized, hey, there one could see there is a disconnect between Sundays, uh, what we hear on Sundays, what we do on Sundays as believers, as mm. Christians, and uh, our everyday life. And so this podcast or is a perceived a, disconnect. Yeah, maybe. there is. Like, you I could, do my church thing, and then I live my real life. Do they really interact right. together? I don't know. Right, and there's this question mark, kind of, mm-hmm. and. And we, in talking about that, this podcast idea kind of came up on like, mm-hmm. what if we did a podcast? I was like, hey, let's ask some honest questions. Like you said this on Sunday, yeah. but here's my real life. Yes. How do we, what does that mean for my real life? And so I think it's going to be helpful. It'll be helpful for me at least. I think it'll be helpful for people to listen to mm-hmm. and think through. Yeah, we learned this or we heard this from God on Sunday. How do I do that in my everyday life? What does that mean for my everyday life? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the genesis of this podcast. Yep. Do you have anything you want to say on no, that? No, I mean, I think that that's great. I'm excited about this. Take about 20 minutes a week. So if you do have questions after a Sunday, you can leave a comment on a YouTube video. You can email info at antiochindy.com yeah. uh, or you can send us a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, something like that. And we can integrate those questions into our time together. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So for our first ever episode, what we're going to do is we're actually going to back up, uh, not this past Sunday, but the two Sundays before that, we're going to condense into one episode. And uh, you started a sermon series called Turn Aside as we jumped into this year. Mm -hmm. It's really what we believe is the word of the Lord for us and wanted to, we want to go back and and have an honest conversation with you about those. So can you real briefly just give us a summary of those two first weeks? for us. Yeah, that's great. So the first week was out of Exodus chapter three, where we feel like the Lord's speaking to us for the year, turn aside, where Moses comes upon this burning bush. And we talked about a couple of different things. Number the main thing was that Moses was carrying a lot of questions in his life. The first one being, where am I? The Bible says he's in the wilderness, but he's also at the mountain of God. And we talked about how so often life can feel like it's lived in two places at one time. Are things good or are things bad? Is God close or has he totally deserted all of us? Yes. And especially after 2020 heading into 2021, this question of like, where am I? (laughs) I think is really relevant. And you know, I shared, I, I find myself asking myself that question when I have, when I'm, you know, like Moses is out with the sheep, you know, when I'm just in the car or whatever, I can oftentimes be wondering like, am I, am I lost or am I right in the middle of the will of God? Right. Sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, and the second question we talked about is what is going on? Where am I and what is going on? So he's in this place where he doesn't know where he is. And all of a sudden he sees this burning bush and he's like, what is this? Yes. And uh, we talked about how, you know, maybe, maybe we need We've been hearing about how this year in our world right now, the world's on fire. 2020 was a dumpster fire of a year. If God can be in a burning bush, maybe he can be in a dumpster fire. Maybe maybe God isn't that far off. And so as we are asking ourselves, where are we and what is going on? Maybe we're actually at the mountain of God right in front of the presence of God. And we talked about how the Moses had his questions and we have our questions, but God had a question when he showed up. Would Moses turn aside? 
it says that Moses saw the burning bush and when he turned aside, the Lord spoke to him. And so we don't need a refresh from God. We don't need a restart from God. We don't need God to do something for us this year. We need to turn aside yes. and come to his presence. So that's what we talked about the first week. In the second week, we talked about uh, following Jesus in a post-Christian, post-modern world uh, culture. We defined those two things and basically said that we're living in a culture that um, is prone to skepticism, questioning everything, and basically revolving around the self and everything being self-defined. And is there really one way? Is there one big story? Is there all of these things? And in that in that world, Jesus says, I am the way, I mm-hmm. am the truth, and I am the life. And part of turning aside is turning aside from the cultural momentum that we're in, not a course correction of left to right a little bit, but in actually turning around yeah. and facing the opposite direction of our world and saying, no, Jesus is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. I have to turn aside to know him. We talked about living that out through the five values of a disciple that we see through scripture. So that was the first two weeks. I love it. I love it. It's so fun. And uh, just real quick, I'm yep. excited about that word for yeah. us as a people yeah. and excited about being able to sit down and ask some questions because mm-hmm. just honestly, as I listened to those, there were some questions that yeah. came out of both of those mm-hmm. uh, episodes or, or sermons mm-hmm. uh, that I am excited to do an episode on, on like the, okay, so we talked about turning aside, but mm-hmm. as people were living in this culture that you talked about. We're living in the very real life. And so I'd love to discuss those questions with you today. So honest conversation style, Let's let's sit down and talk about it. So week one episode or sermon one, you talked about specifically talked about, hey, this is, as we look back, we can see that in this moment, uh, this could be a moment where we're standing next to a burning bush. This could be a God moment where Mm. we're standing on, uh, it it feels like the wilderness in a lot of ways, and God's here, and God's moving, God's doing. And one of the questions that came out of that, at least for me, was like, okay, that's great that you see that, but what if I don't see Mm. that we're in that kind of moment? What if I can't see that everything that happened in 2020 is has prepared me for a moment to see God and turn aside mm. uh, in that. So like, what what would you say to that? What would you say yeah. to someone who's like, okay, that's great. You see that, but mm. how? what if I don't see it that way? Such a good question. How in the world could this be the mountain of God? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great question. Um, I think I would start off by saying, I'm not looking for clarity. I'm looking for God. Mm. Okay. So... I'm not at all sitting in this chair pretending like I look back on 2020 and it makes sense to me or that I know all that God's doing or that I understand anything. Yeah. It's actually not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the decision is, will I look for God Mm -hmm. instead of will I look for the answers to my question? Okay. So Moses comes to the bush and he's got his questions. Where am I? Yeah. What in the world is going on here? But when he came to the burning bush and God spoke to him, he didn't start with his questions. He started with, okay, if this is you, here I am. If Ooh. you're here, then here I am. Okay. I'm giving myself to you. And that's what I'm suggesting is the decision that we need to make. Yes. Are we willing to lay down the questions? Yes. Not because they're not good questions, mm-hmm. but because we just want, we want God. Right. And that could sound like a cop-out answer. It's like, ah, what a Christian-y answer. Like, <laughs> just leave it. But maybe it really is the answer. And so the question, the next question is like, well, what are you trying? Yeah. And what's everybody else trying? Like, how, how's that going? Right. It's not like we have all these good other options. Right. 
That's right. So maybe I should just choose to look for Jesus in this and listen to his voice yes. and just start following what he says instead of demanding that he clarifies everything for me. Yeah. No, I, that's a good point. That's a good point. So it sounds like you're saying um, it, it. our questions, they're real, and we have a decision to make, mm-hmm. in the, and it doesn't really matter if we can make sense of the last 12 months. We still have the decision, even if we could make sense of the last 12 mm-hmm. months. Yeah, it's just not, that's actually, having it all figured out really isn't the, the point. Right. And that's, yeah, that's hard. And it, right. I, I would rather yes. know. We talked about it in the message, like, we can talk about faith and how great that sounds, but like, I don't most of the time actually want to have faith. Right. I want to have answers. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't matter what I want. What I want doesn't define how God works. Right. God, it works how he works. And so... I can choose to keep wandering around, right? M- waiting for God to give me answers to be mad at Him until He does. Yeah. Or I can turn aside. Yes. And okay. say, okay, God, honestly, just whatever, whatever I do hear you say, that's what I'm going to concern myself with. Right. Not what you don't say. Not you know all that sort of yes. stuff. I'm going to give. You, I'm I'm going to humble myself. That's where Moses he says. You know, it says he takes off the sandals and he hides his face and he's yeah. just like, you know what. You're actually really big. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That, I'm not going to start with my rights to these questions. Right. As good and fair as they are, I'm not going to start there. Yeah, okay. No, that makes sense. Uh, I think, okay, so it brings up a next question okay. though, in my head that's like, okay, great. I get past the like I've got questions, mm-hmm. but I'm going to turn aside and I'm going to choose to um, see him, see this as a moment and mm. press in, even if, mm. n- even if I can't answer all the questions mm-hmm. that I have and, that's, and come to terms with that being mm-hmm. okay in my life, how does that then uh, affect my everyday life? So meaning, how does that, uh, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I have a job, like in those, what, you know, some people would say in those routine or mundane things of life, in the decisions I have to make, how do I, that seems like a big gap to mm-hmm. uh, a big dot, two big dots to connect, you mm-hmm. know, and like, how do I, how does that decision to turn aside in that moment uh, actually affect my life? Like, what does it have to do with anything else? I guess is my question. Yeah. And you may have clarifying questions on my question, but <laughs> yeah. what, what, <laughs> what do you think of? That's great. Yeah. I, I think it, it's a decision to re, uh, to reset your priorities. Yes. You know, okay. like, Okay, now in turning aside, I'm prioritizing God and his presence and his voice. So that impacts everything. Like Ooh. I'm what what we said was the the question this year is not is God near. Mm-hmm. The question is will I turn aside? Okay. And I don't maybe I do need to play out but I think we all know the difference of what it looks what it is to live with those two separate questions. If I'm yeah. walking around with the question of like, is God even close? Right. Then that impacts everything in my life because I'm I'm on my own. I'm in the wilderness with the sheep just trying to figure this thing out. Right. Figuring out how to be a dad, how to do my job, how to manage my anxiety, how to process through the news headlines that I'm reading. Yeah. Like I, it, I'm just out here on my own. But if the question isn't, is God near? If the question is, no, God is near. Right. The question is, will I turn to him? Mm. that alters the way you live your life a lot. Because okay. now I'm not out here on my own. Right. I'm here seeking the voice of God. 
Yes. And so when it comes to parenting, processing the news headlines, work, all these sort of stuff, it's okay, God's near to me. What I need right now is to hear his voice and be led by him. I don't need to just figure out everything and be the expert on all things in the world. Yes. Ooh, goodness. Yeah, that, I mean, that would change things yeah. if you lived from that place. Mm-hmm. That would actually begin to go past the, I heard it on a Sunday, mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the moments, like, he's near, mm-hmm. how can I follow him? Mm-hmm. He's near, how can I engage? Yeah. How can I turn aside? Yeah, it's like, I'm not alone. Right. I'm not alone, stranded out here and forgotten. Right. I think we feel like that. Like, when you read about it, it's like, Moses is out in the wilderness, the place he never should have been, right. doing something he never planned on doing. Just him and the sheep in the wilderness of Midian, just like. Yeah. And it's been a long time, you know, and it's yes. like, man, this was not how things were supposed to go. And, and we all know what that feels like to live with that. Yeah. Moment to moment, season to season, whatever. Like, this is not how I saw my life going. Right. This is not how I saw XYZ thing going. And that can make you feel so alone and so isolated. Right. But when you realize God's with you in the midst of it, it, it is a game changer. And I think it explains Moses saying, here I am. I, I, I hear the relief of Moses when he says, here I am. This relief of like, oh my gosh, you, you found me out here? Yes. And you came to me? Right. And then he doesn't even understand yet the purpose that it's connected to. That God's like, yeah, I found you, but now I'm, gonna, I'm trying to do something with you yes. for a nation. And all of a sudden, you go from being isolated and alone to God is near, and now I'm connected to his purposes. Oh, massive. It's a big difference. Yes, and being connected to his purposes begins to, at least in my mind, feel a lot more like the dots are connected. Like, yeah. Oh, I have things to do. I have mm-hmm. real life mm-hmm. in that. And there's so much more of the dot is connected before that moment, mm. but that language starts to point mm. to yeah, you live on purpose. Yeah, and so it changes God's the near. questions that you ask about your work. It's right. not just like, gosh, what should I do? Right. It's, Lord, what are you saying? Right, <laughs> yes. That, and th- there's a lot to that too, but yes. it's really different. It's not just, gosh, how do I be a parent? It's, Lord, what do you say? Yes. And that's just better Yes. <laughs> than oh. being isolated and alone. Like, mm-hmm. I've never parented before, and here I am just trying to figure it out. I got one shot at this thing. Right. You know, I'm like, shoot, of course I feel like a failure. <laughs> Seriously. But now I get to walk with God. That's so, so good. And and that kind of points to the second week, uh, because what you're saying, it sounds like, uh, is it's much more on like the questions you're asking, the way you're thinking mm. about the world you're in, which mm. you then jumped into, and God has spoken to us in week two when you talked about the post-Christian mm. culture uh, and the postmodern culture ways of thinking about, like, that's the culture we live in. Those mm. things are happening. Mm-hmm. You find yourself in that and coming from this place of, okay, God is near how, and, and th- rethinking how we're living our everyday life, uh, thinking he's near, how do I respond, how do I live with him as opposed to what do I do or where am I? All these mm-hmm. questions that even Moses had. So it's like the in response to that second sermon, the, my main question was, okay, great. We're in that culture. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have all these questions. I'm laying those aside. I'm jumping in. I'm, I'm trying to change the way I think. And it feels like everything stacked against me. Mm-hmm. The culture is going in the opposite direction. You even shared the the river, the stream yeah. uh, picture. Like everything's headed this way and we need to turn around and go that way. Yeah. And again, that's great. There's so much of that that like, yes, that makes sense that uh, 
you know, I grew up in the church. That all mm-hmm. sounds like things I've heard about the kingdom, like it going this way. Jesus went against the culture, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And as a dad, as a husband, as someone who works, how do I, what does that look like? Uh, you know, you, so we, uh, we live in this post-Christian culture where it feels like everything's stacked against us. How do I turn aside? How do I actually swim upstream? was my question. So it's still on the practical side, which we just talked about yeah, yeah. some, but great. as a result of that, in response of, to that second message, <clears throat> that would be my question. Right. My honest question to you is, how do I do that? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great question. And I would just point back to the way we ended the morning was pointing to these five values that oh, we always yes. talk about of like, now they're not just Antioch values. This is just as best we can see, what are the things that a, a normal disciple of Jesus does? Yeah, And we've created a document to kind of help sort that through and answer the super practical question, like, how do I actually do this? How do I actually live out personal devotion, making mm-hmm. disciples, life group, corporate gatherings, life on mission? How am I actually doing these things? Yeah. So I can't answer that question for you sure, or for anybody else for that matter. But we put the document together to help you engage that question with the Holy Spirit and with your community yes. to figure out how do I actually take these steps? Um, because it, it does, it takes intentionality and it takes a decision to decide, is Jesus the way? Mm-hmm. Is he the truth? Is he the life? Okay, I've got to make that decision. And I need to make that decision knowing that I'm in the context that nothing in my life is going to push me in that direction. Right. So I, I use the analogy of like, you know, nothing tells you you're in a fist fight, like getting hit in the face, right. you know, and you're like, oh, okay, yes. I'm officially in a fight now. Yeah. I don't know that I, I don't know that I talked about this part of that. I'll use that with people at different, in different conversations, but, um, it's, it's also helpful when, if you get hit in the face, it's, it matters if you think you're in a fight or if you don't think you're in a fight. Right. Like if you don't think you're in a fight and you get hit in the face, your first question is like, oh no, what's going, what's wrong? Yes. Something is wrong. If I'm not in a fist fight right now and I get hit in the face, something yeah. has gone terribly wrong. <laughs> yes. And so now it's like, it's, true. it's like, oh gosh, what is, what's spinning out of control right now? Yeah. If I'm in a, if I'm in a boxing ring and I get hit in the face, it still hurts, Right. but it's not. There's an existential crisis, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not like this shouldn't have happened. Right. It's like, no, no, no this is just part of it. Mm-hmm. And we've got to understand that. And I think that's the thing we have to settle right. in ourselves is what are we even expecting? Mm-hmm. If we're expecting, and this is where the post-Christian versus a Christian culture matters and the momentum right. matters, is Jesus hasn't changed. Right. But if I think that I'm going to give my life to Jesus and nothing needs to change. I just get to add him to my life. Then Mm. I'm going to be in for like a rude awakening when that doesn't happen. Right. When I don't know him and you know, it's like, okay. Or if I expect it to be easy and all of a sudden it's hard, I'm like, wait, what in the world? This is not how this is supposed to be going. This is supposed to be simple and this is supposed to make perfect sense to everybody. Why am I getting pushback? Why yeah. do people disagree with me? <laughs> Why do I feel awkward now in conversations where I don't necessarily agree with either the right or the left, or I, I agree with the left on this, but the right on that, right. Or, or this person or that, but whatever. So like, good, man. I'm not supposed to be in this situation. I must not be following Jesus right. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes, when you think yes. it's supposed to be easy, that's where you land. Right. When you understand, okay, I'm making this decision in a context where this is going to go against everything. Yes. When it feels like it's going against everything, 
it's still hard, mm-hmm. but it's actually a sign I'm doing it right. So good. It's not. Oh no. Yes. And I, I don't. I don't know. It's like when I when I open up the Bible and understand this should mess with me. Yes. When it messes with me, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to dig into that. Yes. When I open this up and I think that it's supposed to just like give me a motivational quote for the day to make me feel right about my life and then it doesn't, it's like, wait, I must not know God. Like I read the Bible and now I have all these questions. Like I must not be a good Christian. And it's like, no, 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 that's supposed to happen. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where the context matters. That's like, okay, yes, we are in a world that's pulling us in one direction. Jesus is calling us to the opposite direction. Is that hard? Yes. Do Mm -hmm. we wish it wasn't hard? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. But it is what it is. And so the decision still remains for me. Is he the way? Is he the truth? Is he the life? And therefore, it doesn't matter if it's hard or not. Right. He is who he is. Right. Or am I just going to go with the flow? Ooh. Yeah, that's good. I love that. I love diving into that because in that process, in that thought process, going in that direction, it's like, okay, sure, it's hard. But I'm going to do it. And that mm. affects the daily decisions, yeah. how I'm a husband, how I'm mm-hmm. a father, how I work, how I'm a friend. That's great. Uh, yes, that's really helpful. Thank you for answering those questions. That's <laughs> great questions. <laughs> I love that. I don't, we haven't really talked about how we're going to end our podcast every <laughs> week. And I don't know that we'll do this every week, but I'd love to pray to end awesome. us today. Great. Uh, Go for it. Just to do that. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> being a part of our Honest Conversations this week. Um, Here we go. Thank you, God, for this. Thank you for this opportunity, and thank you uh, that you're leading us in this turn-aside word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you uh, would help us each individually turn aside uh, and and respond accordingly uh, after seeing you for who you are. Lead us, Holy Spirit, in loving the Father with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, absolutely.